Welcome to the Panther Radio Podcast. Our goal is to protect and support musicians and local music scenes together with you. Sign in directly on our Panther app, discover new music, and support the emerging artists you love. Look for Panther without the E in your mobile app store. Here's Lindsay Collum with the band. Panther Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Lindsay, and we are here on Panther. And today I'm talking with Adam and Carolina from Radiant Reveries. Hello, you two. How are you? Hi. Hi. Doing good. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get uh, into the nitty gritty stuff, tell us just simply who you both are and what you do in the music industry. Well, I'm Adam. I'm Adam Wallace, and I am a singer-songwriter and co-founder of Radiant Reveries with Carolina. Yeah, hi, I'm Carolina Wallace, uh, Adam's other half and uh, co-founder of Radiant Reveries. Uh, I play guitar, I sing, and I play percussions. Excellent. And where are you guys from originally? I was born in New Jersey originally, and uh, my family moved around a lot, so I, I was... I got a taste of um, Middle America and the West Coast, and before I made my way back to the East Coast and lived a long time in New York. But New Jersey was where I was born. <laughs> gotcha. What about I you, Carolina? Was, I was born in Poland in a city oh, wow. that's very hard to not just read, but even say. <laughs> I think Adam <laughs> can even pronounce it, but I'll Oof. tell you all. It's called Jaszczembie Zdrój. And, oh, wow. uh, and when I was two and a half, my parents uh, moved slash kind of escaped the communist Poland at the time to Germany, Hamburg. Wow. So I grew up in Germany, Hamburg till about when I was like 15, I started working internationally and that was modeling pre predominantly. And then, uh, yeah, I went first to South Africa. London, and then I came through New York for the first time in 2002, and that's when I met. Oh wow! <laughs> ah, very cool. So, okay, now I'm very interested. So, what was your exposure to music like growing up? I mean, both of you. I'm sure it was wildly different, right? Yes, it, yeah, it surely was. I mean, the charts in Europe <laughs> were very different, but there was, you know, of course, some songs that would just internationally go viral. But I also was really lucky. My sister is 13 years older than me. So I grew up with some great music, like Phil Collins and- Nice. Yeah, Deppish Mode. And you know, she just had a great taste. So, um, and I would just sing along, even though I, I wasn't speaking English yet. So it was wow. I was that kid that would just mimic and sing along. <laughs> Side note, did you know that Phil Collins is touring next year? No. Or this year. Know. It might even be this year. I know. Hello. I feel like this is like a not missed show. We have to go to this show. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to tell my sister yeah. too. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, I think it's, um, I think he's bringing Genesis completely back together. I mean, I don't know if, um, oh God, now I'm blanking. Who's the other, who was, uh, who was the lead singer? Oh, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Wasn't he in Genesis? Yes. Yeah, so my my brain. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he's involved, but I know for sure Phil Collins is involved, which is awesome. That is really awesome. Very cool. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my fun fact for the day. But Adam, what was your exposure to music like growing up? Well, mine was 
also a lot of it was just pulled from whatever I was hearing on the radio and uh, friends. And I was the oldest of the uh, of my family, so it was really just kind of like just kind of grabbing what I could get. My parents weren't like big music people, so my mom liked listening to oldies. So I'd listen to a lot of mm. oldies stations with her, and so it was a lot of like you know like doo wop and Motown and. Um, she loved oh, that. Yeah. So I always felt connected to that. My dad at the time was just, if we listened to the radio, it was like, just like kind of contemporary country. So it was, I guess, yeah. pop, pop country that he would listen to. But, uh, and then with the church that my family was in and that I grew up with, it was like a lot of that, uh, music that was just coming out of the church and, yeah. um, and but a lot of it really was just like even just randomly finding tapes on the ground that I was, <laughs> I was just listening to oh, wow. everything, you know, it's like so I yeah. yeah my exposure was pretty broad, but uh, yeah. I didn't really I didn't necessarily have that person that was feeding me like more of a curated uh, aspect of it, you know, a curated uh, look into the music like until I was in my like late teens, early 20s. And then had friends that were like, had their fingers on the pulse and would pass things yeah. on. But yeah, it was kind well, of broad. Either, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's awesome though. I mean, obviously it's affected your, both of you. It's it, it's um, influenced your sound for sure. Um, well, did either of you guys take any lessons growing up? Like, did you play instruments? I, or you self-taught? I took singing lessons when I was a teenager and they had me do demos of like Madonna and Paula Abdul. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's Madonna's birthday today. Oh, happy oh, birthday, it. Madonna. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love her. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't really want to go too pop, poppy. So I yeah. kind of didn't focus on that style so much anymore and then I was self-taught when it came to guitar and percussion oh, wow. and that didn't happen till my 20s so you can always learn Got things it. it's never mm -hmm. too late <laughs> yes. yeah that's true yeah I didn't pick up I didn't have any lessons either and I picked up wow. guitar and songwriting in my mid-20s as well and didn't start performing at all until my 30s <laughs> Wow. So same thing. It's just like late. We like to kind of look at it as just being late bloomers with it all. And, you yeah. know, it's uh, so a lot of it. Yeah, it was self-taught and just through playing with friends and picking things up here or there, you know, and just like just through participating, really was. And yeah. And through just that putting time in. So, yeah, same, like Carolina said, it's never too late to to pick up an instrument and. Oh, and just amen. start doing it if and you work feel really drawn hard. Yeah, if you feel it, do right. it. There's a little self-discipline involved for sure. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> it's definitely I mean, I'm I'm sure it's a little harder later because you just have to work harder. Like, you know, when you're yeah. a child and you learn anything, it's so easy. So but it's not impossible. It's it's possible. I always yeah. encourage everybody. Somebody's like, Oh, I wish I played the guitar. I'm like, do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, okay. And based on our last chat that we had, you guys are both artists with a capital A. I mean, you do a lot of different things, painting, photography, illustrating, besides the music. So did did your love for all things art start early or did that also come later for you guys? 
For me, um, it came very early. Even before I could write, I was pretending I, I, I was writing. And um, wow. I would sing and perform for my parents, and they just really didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> what do we do with this kid? I was doing many playback shows and fashion shows and just awesome. drawing. I was drawing on walls, then I got this little room that they gave me because they're like you can't be drawing on the walls we're gonna give you a little room to draw on the walls so I was just yeah I was just no control <laughs> doing it and it. uh and then um I guess going into modeling very early then I kind of got like sidetracked by that had a little bit of the singing so it took until like my late teens to reconnect with like writing and writing my poetry and then into my 20s to really just fine-tune everything that I kind of was so open about uh, as a child let's say so yeah. uh, and then reconnecting cool. to that play factor and the joy factor of it and just uh, yeah so it was really beautiful to just kind of be like okay actually how do I touch back into all of that and at first yeah it was uh, I went also into acting so that kind of like got it all out of me I was like oh yeah I remember this playful kid that I was <laughs> And I had all these things that I loved, and now I want to do all of it. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Just went for it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot for me, too, kind of came. Well, for me, I guess on the art side of things, that also came to me later in my 20s. And like, I started with more like poetry and then started to do some painting and, and then just kind of kept building out from there in the photography and and doing some filmmaking oh. and diving into mm. all the different interests all really yeah. came to me yeah in my 20s so it's like young when I was young and my family moved around a lot I was just actually I was naturally athletic and just excelled at sports so I was this ah. I dove into that and that kind of gave me some normalcy with all the moving that was like yeah. instant that went through. So I just put energy to that. And that kind of got me all the way up into college actually. So yep. I had played, yeah, playing sports, playing baseball, playing basketball, doing all the, all the, all the sports kind of kept me out of focusing. You know, I felt drawn to the arts, but I just didn't really know how to navigate that as well. Sure. Yeah. Until so it then came when back did you... around. Yeah. <laughs> So when did you guys think music could be an actual career? Like this was going to be what you pursued? Was there like an aha moment? I felt, I feel a lot of that came when we made our first record. Mm -hmm. And it was, Carolina and I had built up a band of friends and people out of our, our community who stepped in and would, you know, just like helping us fill out the sound and, and, fill out the vision and so it's like as we started to play a lot of live shows and just like getting our feet wet it, I feel like once we recorded the first album it, it it got like we got a taste of 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 just seeing that vision through and yeah. I felt like around then it started to be like okay this is really this feels this feels right and it also feels exciting and it feels uh there's a lot of mystery and there and a lot of hope it kind of felt it all it feel it felt like uh 
limitless possibilities if we just like participate、mm. and see what happens. You know, it's see what's on、yeah. the other side side of it. But also because the participating with the shows and with the community and you know and writing these songs and building out the project was really just exciting in the present. So I figure, yeah. Like, That is where it's at, you know. When you can be all encompassing and fill your present and fill your your dreams, you know. And you're talking about Rise. Yeah, Rise was the first album. Yep. Okay, got it. Okay, awesome. I was actually going to ask you, but I, I think you've already kind of answered it. I was going to ask if you guys got together as a couple before the music. Like, were you already together and then the music happened, or did the music bring you guys together? But it sounds like you were already together. And then started making music, correct? That's correct. Yes, we weren't married yet, but we were already together. And Adam, just his singer-songwriting stuff, it, it like inspired me so much. And I, I would just any song he would play, I would hear it like in my mind, like a giant concert, like with all the、wow. other instruments and everything. So I just. I was like, I need to learn all these other things so we can make all that happen. And then, yes, mechanically,、cool. we found the people that would like come in and and play the other things, and even, you know, and even instruments that maybe we didn't plan out yet. And then it like blew our minds, and we're like, oh, this is so beautiful. It's totally fitting. And yeah, so it's it's definitely been a very organic、yeah. experience too. Yeah, and Christopher and Graham are the other two that play with you guys, or is it a rotating cast of? Well,、people? it's a rotating cast. Chris Christopher plays with us, and、uh, Graham isn't playing with us anymore, but he played with us for、okay. a long time. Yeah, got yeah. it. And、uh, but we've had a rotating cast. Chris hasn't played with us the entire time. Like we've had we've had various drummers and and band members, but it's okay. Cool. It's a, it is a revolving cast. So that's like, well. Tell us. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't. Well, I was going to say it's yeah. The core of it is Carolina and I, and then we build it out from there. Got it. Okay, good to know.、Um, well, tell us about. Okay, you put out two singles, "Missing" and then most recently "Where Is My Skin." I, I mean, tell us about those singles first, and then are, are is this a hint that maybe a, like a full EP or album's coming out? Yes, that is what we have an eight-song like album EP, I guess whichever you want to call it. With that, the eight songs are kind of an in-between number for that. But it, it was、right. uh, we do have a the album all recorded and ready to go. And oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. So we're we're really excited about that, and we're planning on releasing a couple more singles. Before、cool. releasing the album, but missing and where is my skin are part of that album as well. So that、Very、they、cool. um, both of those songs that have taken a long journey. Like missing had come to me like years ago, and just more is just like a raw emotion. And、um, at the time, I had had some family members pass away, and so and we had sadly some friends. That had passed away, and so it was like the song kind of came out of a lot of just loss and yeah, and、uh, just that confusion, that space of just needing to you know fill fill it with something. But that's what was born out of there, at least the first elements of it. And but that song has took shape through 
like maybe it's like a five-year process till we got it to this re recording that we released it was uh it had wow. been demoed a couple times which we have those demos which would be kind of fun to release some at some point yes they have a different feel to them but still the the core of it is there and the spirit's there but it's just really interesting how it how it went through all those rehearsals and and live shows and in you know just a lot of just organic development and then once we recorded um it with don delego at velvet elk studios out in the poconos he really helped us like bring it really bring it together and let it shine for like the song that it is you know so it, but it oh, cool. definitely went on a long 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 journey Mm -hmm. to get to where it was and wow cool yeah and where's my skin was also went through a, lo yeah. a long journey as well like carolina yeah, yeah. um then maybe yeah maybe five years i guess it's, whoa yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about the time frame how long it took from the inspiration to writing it to then writing into music to then didn't you write it as a poem? Wasn't it a poem it first? Was, it was a poem first. That's right. Oh, wow. Cool. And it was inspired by a, myth, a myth, how do you say, a mythological story? Mythological. Mythological, mythological yeah. story, yes. Um, and it's about the silky uh, myth. Mm. And it's um, it's basically, um, you could say, it's, it's, a, it's a mermaid story in a way. Um, it's, it's a story of um, these, I mean, I guess I could say mermaids. Um, sirens. The, sirens, mermaids. Sirens, yeah. Yeah, cool. they, would, um, they would once a month during the full moon, they would, they say, come out onto the beach and dance. And one fisherman falls in love with one and kind of snatches her away. So she stays in her human skin. But as she stays with him, she becomes tired and thin and just starts deteriorating but she does give him a child and so he because he loves her so much he doesn't want to let go of her and then after yeah. seven years the child is already walking and everything she's just so longing to go back to the ocean to where she belongs because even though they have this love they share it's killing her and she's yeah. dying Ooh. So, um, so yeah, it just really inspired me, and then I and I wrote it, and I and I felt really propelled to to kind of rewrite it in a way, especially if you like for women, you know how easy it sometimes is to just forget your own self. I mean, for men too, you sure. know, you get into a relationship and you forget your own self, and then it all starts going south, and you wonder why because the love is there, but you're left yourself behind you left your skin behind like you don't mm -hmm. you didn't you know you, you didn't fulfill your dreams you maybe just yeah. went for somebody else's dreams so um so that was the inspiration right, cool. and then uh we musically made it all happen <laughs> yeah that's so we, cool i can't yeah. wait to listen to it again now that you've said all that back story and about that myth like i feel like my mind is gonna get blown now when i hear it when we hang up and, <laughs> cool. anyway i'm very excited for that moment just yes. that. <laughs> nice <laughs> and you guys have a show not only are you playing our launch 
uh, this weekend. Woo woo! But you're also, yeah. you've got a show coming up in New York at the Broadway at the end of the month, right? That's right. That's right, on the 27th. I mean, on the yeah. 27th. And so how long has it been since you guys have been in front of an audience? I mean, is this like, are, are we super excited? Are we nervous? Like, how are, how are you feeling about getting back on a stage? Super excited. Definitely nervous. It's been since March 5th of 2020. Wow. It was the last time we were on stage and I just remember it. It was right before the shutdown. We played out in the East Village, uh, Coney Island Baby wow. at the time. And then actually the Broadway was going to be our next show for April that year. And of course that didn't happen. Ah. So we're kind of going full circle. And yes, we are excited. We're going back to New York. We've been living out in LA since October of last year. So it's touching, you know, touching base with, with like what I always call home. Like I feel yeah. New York definitely being my energetic home forever and for, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're excited to go get back and, and play and then see our community and and uh, I have a lot of family out there, so get to see some family and nice. Yeah, it's um, but definitely feel that feel a little bit more of those like pre-show pre-game like butterflies. <laughs> that it feels exciting. Yes. I like that feeling. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like you can it helps you elevate. I think. It can crush you or it can help you elevate, you know? <laughs> so it, depends, it depends how you view it. <laughs> Luckily, it's yeah, always elevated. Sure. <laughs> it fuels, oh my fuels God. me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm nervous. That's good. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. That's good. I'm alive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Panther Radio. To hear more from this artist and many more exclusives, check them out on the Panther app.